Welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park, located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I am so grateful to be here with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us anytime at 612-999-3426. You can also contact us on our website at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listen to our previous shows, and we look forward to hearing from you. We are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our radio shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcast and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. All right, we have another great show for you today. I've been looking forward to this for about two months now, and we're going to be discussing knee pain. Do you or someone you know suffer from knee pain as a result of knee osteoarthritis? Are you interested in volunteering to participate in a study with the goal of reducing knee pain and improving function using conservative treatments? Well, you will enjoy listening to today's show. Joining me in a few minutes will be Clarence Shannon, MD, Pain Program Director and Site Principal Investigator for SCOPE at the Department of Anesthesiology at the University of Minnesota. In addition, Candace Nelson, Clinical Research Manager, and Alicia Boleri, Clinical Research Coordinator from the Department of Anesthesiology. They are here today to discuss the treatment of knee osteoarthritis and their large NIH study named SCOPE, spelled S-K-O-A-P. Now, SCOPE stands for a Sequenced Strategy for Improving Outcomes in People with Knee Osteoarthritis Pain. The purpose of the SCOPE study is to compare different treatments for people living with knee osteoarthritis. Now, this is a multi-center study that's being conducted across the country, and we are so fortunate to have a center here in the Twin Cities at the University of Minnesota. You can find more information on their website at scopestudy.org. That's S-K-O-A-P study.org. You can follow along with us today as we'll be referencing that website in our conversation. So if you have anybody who has knee pain, get them on the radio show here and uh, listen to us and be sure and call in with any questions you may have. This is really, really important. All right. So before we begin our conversation, I want to remind you, there are two ways to get your questions answered today. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling the AM950 radio station, and our friendly show engineer, Patrick, will get your call on the air. That number is 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205. Or you can text us your question directly at 612-999-3426. Now, don't worry. If you missed those numbers, we'll repeat them throughout the show. And please do not wait till the show has ended to call or text me your questions. We often receive many of the same questions after the show has ended. If you have a question, many others do as well. We look forward to hearing from you today. All right. I want to welcome my guest to the show today. I am really excited. This is a great conversation. Um, First, Clarence Shannon, MD. He's the pain program director and site principal investigator for SCOPE here at the Department of Anesthesiology at the University of Minnesota, and Candace Nelson, clinical research manager, and Alicia Boleri, clinical research coordinator from the Department of Anesthesiology. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank thanks you. For having <laughs> me. All right. Thank you. All right. So, my audience just loves to learn about who I have on the show. So, I want to get a brief background from all of you. And Dr. Shannon, can I start with you? 
Awesome. So my name is Clarence Shannon. I am the medical director for pain management for M Health Fairview. I am an anesthesiologist by training, and I've been here in the Twin Cities for approximately five years. All right, fantastic. Well, let me ask, what inspired you to participate and be a part of this SCOPE project? Well, I wanted to do some type of study, something that will make a difference, and I have a friend that I've worked with previously who is at Johns Hopkins, and I reached out to him to ask him if there's anything that you've got brewing. Yeah. He's one of the big researchers in pain management, and it just so happened that he had gotten this NIH grant, and he asked us if we wanted to be a part of it, and I thought it would be a great opportunity for us and the university. Well, that's great to have the university be a part of those national programs, national studies. Absolutely. Oh, that is fantastic. Um, we're so fortunate here in Minnesota. We have great organizations that are doing great work. All right, next, Candace Nelson clinical research manager. Give us a little background of you. So I've been in uh, research for 26 about years. I worked uh, in the School of Public Health on uh, infectious disease research for a long time and then now I am the clinical research manager for anesthesiology. We currently have uh, 32 active studies at the university just in our department and we think we have about something like 15 um, in progress uh, studies uh, that we're, we're working on in the works, and SCOPE is one of our active studies. So. Wow, that is fantastic. We'll have to get you back on the show for talking about the, all 32 <laughs> other programs. Um, no, that's great. Wow, great, great background there. All right, Alicia. Hi, I'm Alicia. Um, I have been in research for about 13 years, most of them in California, and then about two years now in University of Minnesota. Okay. Thank you for coordinating this uh, show. I really appreciate your help on that. Of course. Getting a lot of people. I just love these roundtables, and uh, so does the audience. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about um, the current state of knee osteoarthritis treatment. So um, uh, in, in my hospice practice, we see a lot of people that are struggling with um, all kinds of physical ailments and mobility issues, functional issues. Um, Tell me about kind of what are we as a society, what, is, what are we doing in the healthcare world to treat knee osteoarthritis? Yeah, I think that as we do with anything, we use a stepwise approach to try to treat some of these problems. Um, there are no treatments that don't have any side effects. And so what we're trying to do with this study is to see what will be the most efficacious and what will be the least detrimental. Mm -hmm. We start out with things like anti-inflammatory medications, so your patients know Motrin, Naproxen, and some of these come in topical forms, but those are not without their problems. So as these medications are going to be used for an aging population, because that's who has knee osteoarthritis, sometimes we have concurrent kidney disease. We might have hypertension, and those can be contraindications to use some of those medications. Sometimes we will use topical medications. There's diclofenac gel that you see Paula Abdul dancing around on, uh, <laughs> on the commercials with. I've, I've used it. I've not gotten that, that dance yet. But uh, <laughs> those are things that can be helpful, but you have to use them four times a day to be effective. Oh. There's also a cream called capsaicin cream yeah. that is made out of hot peppers, which, once again, you have to use four times a day. And it might be difficult to apply it that often. And it can burn. Some people don't tolerate it very well. Okay. We use some things like injections. We have everyone has their favorite cocktail that they in, inject. They're great. They're not sustained. So sometimes that's a problem. Okay. Recently, we've used genicular nerve blocks, or there's some nerves that are around the knee that will block for diagnostic purposes. And then if those diagnostic blocks work, we can go ahead and do what we call radiofrequency denervation to deaden those nerves for a period of time. That lasts for about nine months. We want to figure out what's the best way to treat these patients. And, okay, so and, and so part of the reason for our show today is to inform our listeners that you guys are, are looking for volunteers to participate in, in this study, right? Absolutely. Okay, and how long has the study been going on, approximately? Uh, we enrolled our first patient in November last year. Oh, so it's not even a year yet that, that you're, you've been getting patients in. Mm -hmm. And because uh, I want to make sure we repeat this throughout the show, you know, we are looking for more people to volunteer and participate oh, yes. in the program. Definitely. And that's one, again, one of the, again, we are so fortunate because 
I mean, um, it's only at, at so many sites and across the country. And so people would have to travel a long ways to get to a site, but we're, we have it right here in the Twin Cities. So we're, we're very fortunate locally to have that access if people are interested in doing that. And we can talk more about what that looks like in terms of a study process for people to volunteer later in the show. Um, but, but that's one of the goals is to get people to do that and for them to find out more information about being a volunteer, where would they go? Uh, scopestudy.org. Okay, and that's spelled? S-K-O-A-P study.org. Okay, all right, folks, I want to make sure you know how to get to the website. Um, there's great information on there to talk about knee osteoarthritis and, and, the, um, and the treatments and how that process goes. There's two different phases. And we'll talk more about that during the show. But uh, it's scopestudy.org, S-K-O-A-P, study, S-T-U-D-Y, dot org. So please check that out at the break here. And um, if you have any questions about it, of course, give us a call or give us a text. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. We'll be right back. The Electric Fetus is celebrating their 54th anniversary with a sale now through June 12th. Take 20% off almost everything in the store, including new and used vinyl, CDs, and DVDs, plus everything in the clothing and gift department. Save on Electric Fetus wearables, dresses, hats, books, incense, candles, and more. The store is open 10 to 6 Tuesdays through Saturdays and 11 to 6 on Sundays. The Electric Fetus is located just south of downtown Minneapolis at 2000 South 4th Avenue. More info at electricfetus.com. And remember, the Electric Fetus sale ends on Sunday. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extremely important this radio station is to the community. To help AM950 grow this summer, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. Taking prescription medication should not be a scary task. The staff at St. Paul Corner Drug makes certain you know everything about your prescription medication before you leave the pharmacy. Knowing what to expect and when and how to take your prescriptions gives you the confidence to safely take your medication and maintain good health. Should additional questions arise, we are here to help sort things out. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be at stpaulcornerdrug.com. Hey everybody, this is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. Say, I'm willing to bet that you're hearing this in your car and there's a good chance that you're heading home. If that's the case, let me ask you, are you looking forward to getting there? Is your home a place that energizes? Well, if it isn't, it might be time for a furnishings refresh. Think about it. We've all spent a lot of time at home over the past couple of years, and maybe you need more than just a new sofa. Why not have a skilled, professional, tasteful interior designer from Habitation help you create a space that is exceptional? Whether it's your family room, living room, bedroom, or even home workspace, Habitation can help you create an environment that is exactly what you've always wanted. Habitation Furnishing and Design, located at the District Edina, 7777, Washington Avenue South and online at habitationdesign.com.
All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Clarence Shannon, MD, Pain Program Director and Site Principal Investigator for SCOPE at the Department of Anesthesiology at the University of Minnesota. Also joining us is Candace Nelson, Clinical Research Manager at the Department of Anesthesiology, and Alicia Boleri, Clinical Research Coordinator from the Department of Anesthesiology. And we are talking about knee pain and the opportunity for our listeners to participate in the SCOPE study with a goal of reducing knee pain and improving function using conservative treatments. If you have any questions about this, you got to give us a call, folks, 952 946 6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. Alicia, how can our listeners find out more information about participating in this project? They can go to the study website at scopestudy.org. There is a screening survey that the very first page says get started. Uh, that screening survey, they can fill it out, and as soon as they complete it, it goes into our inbox, and then we can check for eligibility and then call the patients. All right. And there's only 100 questions. Only. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. There's only four <laughs> questions, folks, right? Uh, so, the, or no. the initial screening Initials survey four. is four, but then okay. we'll go into detail about your history, if you've been diagnosed with knee osteoarthritis. Uh, pain levels, how long you've been having pain, okay. things like that, um, certain medications. So about how long would it take for a person to fill that out, roughly? Um, it's about 10 to 15, 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, so it's no time at all for a person to go through that. And then once they submit that, and uh, how long does it take to get a response back if they're potentially a candidate to be a part of the study? So it takes about two days to get into our inbox, and then okay. um, they should expect a, a an email from us for, within a week to set up a phone call that we can go through more eligibility questions. Okay, okay. And does it require an inpatient visit or a, a face-to-face visit then with the staff? Uh, not the screening part. Okay. Once we determine that they're eligible, we will ask for a referral to see Dr. Shannon in clinic okay. and bring them in for the baseline visit. Okay. All right. Fantastic. And you just started last November. Mm-hmm. So you guys are still looking for people to participate. Oh, definitely. And I would really encourage people, if you are, if you or you know somebody who is uh, suffering with knee pain, especially uh, knee osteoarthritis pain, to give you guys a call. I mean, this is, uh, there's even a, a stipend available, right, for people if, if they do participate? Yes, uh, w- they can earn up to $550 if they move through phase one and phase two of the study okay. in hopes to um, help pay for co-pays. Uh, the oh, study, yeah. we do go through your insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that $550, if you move through phase one and phase two, will help with the co-pays and then payment for the procedure. Got it. And most insurance companies recognize this and cover um, this work that you're doing. Correct. Okay. Once we get that referral, that's like the first tip off to their insurance right. that they're seeing a new doctor and potentially have new care. Okay. All right. And if you participate, you are doing some great work here in conjunction with the University of Minnesota and the Department of Anesthesiology and Dr. Shannon to help us move forward with trying to find the best treatments going forward. So, um, all right. Well, we'll, we'll talk more about that, but we'll get to maybe talking about phase one and phase two here later in the show, I want to make sure we touch on a lot of different uh, topics here today. Um, so we talked at last segment about the current state of the knee osteoarthritis treatment world, and, um, and that covers everything from drugs to, to surgery to, to replacement. Now, osteoarthritis, so there's, as we talked before off the air about, there's osteorheumatitis, there's other different types of uh, diseases, right, that affect a person's um, mobility and pain. But this one here is really, it's about the cartilage, isn't it? The, the, the cartilage is not uh, staying in its normal condition. 
It's a degenerative disease. Yeah. Uh, it's something that happens over time. So if someone has a traumatic problem, you know, let's say a young person comes in, they've had a femur fracture and they have a malalignment and, and subsequently have a fracture, that might not be included as knee osteoarthritis because there's a traumatic etiology or cause for that pain. Okay. We're really concentrating on knee osteoarthritis that's secondary to degeneration. Okay. So... Um so part of what I've heard, and I've heard just about uh, um, osteoarthritis uh, is a bit, sometimes it's habits that you have. You know, you have bad habits or, or uh, uh, sometimes it's weight issues that can help contribute to that. Um, it's also um, a trauma, like you just talked about. A person can have an accident or something happened. And also aging. Mm-hmm. Kind of those three main buckets is what helps to uh, contribute to that condition. Um, but, but, your, but your study here is really geared for people that just haven't had a trauma necessarily. Mostly degenerative. But it's mostly degenerative. degenerative. So it's just over time or or habits or lifestyle that have contributed to this. Okay, okay. Um, Let's talk about um, what the study's goal is and what the study intends to add to our knowledge of treatments for this condition. What we really want to do is find a pragmatic way to compare the different modalities that we use. We want to find the thing that will be the best and most effective for most patients. So if a patient comes in with a particular symptom, we'd like to be able to put them in a certain arm and say, this is the treatment that's going to be best for you and not necessarily have to do the trial and error that we do sometimes with medicine. Oh, sure. Um, and we talked last segment, there's, there's several ways to treat knee osteoarthritis. Absolutely. You said there was you know, medications, there's, there's therapies, there's uh, surgeries, there's, I mean, roughly how many treatments are you guys kind of looking at or or are trying to uh, hone in on to to help practitioners? So prior to this study, I think I usually try a stepwise approach to everything. And I'm a big chicken, so I'll start out with the most conservative thing first. Sometimes I'll tell the patient that it's physical therapy or some things that might be actually fun to improve their mobility, like yoga or Pilates. I think sometimes people don't want to necessarily hear that at their doctor's office. They want a pill or a procedure. That is right. But those are the first steps I think that we should start out with. Okay. Let me ask this question, because I I know in talking to other people before the show, they were asking me questions to to ask you guys. Um, It seems like a conflict in one sense. We've heard that this type of condition is a wear and tear condition. It's just wear and tear over time. But then on the other hand, one of the treatments is exercise. So, so is there a way you can uh, help answer some of these questions that I've been getting uh, about what seems like a conflict? Oh, we're getting the, the end of the segment here. We're going to hold that thought <laughs> until next one. Um, just because I think there's patients that we see, there's always confusion. There's just so much confusion in, in just the different routes in healthcare to try to get to a solution. So, so these things were, were um, coming up to me. Anyway, all right, folks, it is time for a short break. We'll be back to continue our conversation about knee pain and the opportunity for you to participate in the SCOPE study with the goal of reducing knee pain and improving function using conservative treatments. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And I experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire. I also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles. So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. 
As the weather warms up, now is the perfect time to prepare for summer reading, and Next Chapter Booksellers can help. Not sure what to get? The friendly staff at Next Chapter Booksellers are great at making recommendations to find books that fit your taste. Next Chapter Booksellers also hosts many book readings and meet and greets with authors, and they sell a wide variety of puzzles and games, too. So stop by the store of Snelling and Grand in St. Paul or place an order online at nextchapterbooksellers.com. SeniorCommunities.Guide is your free online website to find housing, care, and resources for seniors in Minnesota. Use a powerful, award-winning search tool to quickly improve your search. You will have all the information you need to contact providers directly without any hassle. Start your search now at SeniorCommunities.Guide and follow us on Facebook for interesting articles, helpful advice, and how older adults are changing the world. The Park Tavern in St. Louis Park is your summer destination. The patio is amazing, perfect for you and your friends to grab dinner and drinks. Enjoy a game of cornhole while you indulge in the great food. The full Park Tavern menu is available outside. The Park Tavern also has live music on the patio every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and even some Mondays through the summer. Reservations are highly recommended. And if the weather does turn, the bowling lanes at the Park Tavern are always open and are spectacular. On Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park, the perfect summer is waiting for you at the Park Tavern. Hi, this is Evelyn. Dad, do I need to read this next line? Do you want me to start dancing on the tickety-talk? Okay, fine. My dad is the one and only Mr. Minnesota, Matt McNeil. Not an official title. You're telling me. One thing my dad and I both agree on is Toyota Siennas are great vehicles. I drive one all the time, and it has the same safety and reliability of my dad's Sienna. It's fun to drive, perfect for summer fun with friends. Test drive a Toyota Sienna at the best Toyota dealer in Minnesota. Rudy Luther Toyota, 5 miles west of Minneapolis on 394. Listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Clarence Shannon, MD, Pain Program Director and Site Principal Investigator for SCOPE at the Department of Anesthesiology at the University of Minnesota. And we also have Candace Nelson, Clinical Research Manager at the Department of Anesthesiology, and Alicia Boleri, Clinical Research Coordinator from the Department of Anesthesiology as well. And we are talking about knee pain. How many of us have felt that and dealt with it and have family and friends that are dealing with that? And I tell you, this is the opportunity to learn more about that and a great study that's being conducted across the country, but that's also um, being focused here in the Twin Cities. So this is a great opportunity for our listeners to participate in what's called a SCOPE study with the goal of reducing knee pain and improving function using conservative treatments. If you have any questions for us, please give us a call. 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. All right, Alicia, how can our listeners find out more information about this study? They can go to scopestudy.org. They can fill out an eligibility screening survey. And um, more information about the studies on the website. And then once they fill out that survey, we'll, we'll get an email and then we can reach out to the patient to talk more. Okay, fantastic. It's very easy yes. to get connected with you guys. And I encourage people to go on the website now and look at it. If you have any questions, you can give us a call. So scope, S-K-O-A-P, study.org. All right. We were talking last segment about becoming a part of the study. And we want to talk this segment about the different pathways and phases and components of the study. And Alicia, why don't you give us an overview of that? All right, Um, there are two phases of the study. Phase one is considered best practices and phase two are the interventions. We like to start most of our patients off in phase one, the best practices, because um, a lot of our patients, surprisingly actually, haven't been uh, haven't been to physical therapy, and that is part of the best practices plan. So phase one, best practices, uh, there are three f- arms that you could be randomized into. 
uh, phase 1A is just the best practices plan, which would most likely be physical therapy or some kind of exercise program, plus a um, topical or an oral NSAID if possible. There are, there are other medications um, available. Um, phase 1B is the best practices plan, plus the medication Cymbalta or Duloxetin. Phase 1C is best practices plus duloxetin, plus a pain training program that will help you um, move through some pain coping skills. Okay. Um, phase two of the study are the interventions. Uh, again, there are three groups that you could be randomized into. One group receives a joint injection, one group receives a nerve block, and one group receives nerve ablation in their knee. All right, so this is what the doctor was talking about in the earlier segments about it's staged. So you're, you, you work at, um, you get, so you really, you have people that are in several different, like you say, pathways. Mm -hmm. So a person won't be going through all those treatments necessarily. You may be doing through part of those treatments. Okay. Correct. And so again, the goal there is to try to figure out the effectiveness, the efficacy of those different components yes. and to try and make it so it's identifiable, which ones had the, maybe the greatest impact on people's success in the program. Exactly. Okay. And we have, uh, patients have the opportunity if they uh, go through phase one and they still meet eligibility after their eight weeks in phase one, they have the option to move into phase two. Okay. So um, conservative treatments first before um, the procedures. Okay. And, and <clears throat> none of the procedures are surgical. Is that, am I correct in that? That is correct. Okay. Again, this is focused on conservative, and some people don't understand what conservative treatments are, but it's, it's treatments that are not necessarily, I guess, invasive in the sense of it's a, a surgical invasive uh, procedure. There will not be a scalpel in my hand. Okay, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but, um, but there will be some, some, uh, some of the pathways that not everybody will take would, in, would involve an injection. So That's I, correct. I, I, I'm a, uh, a, a tiny needle. So, <laughs> yes, a 22-gauge needle, nerve blocks, yeah, right. radiofrequency denervation. Okay, yes. okay. And so the radiofrequency one, um, and, and, and that would be to actually, uh, is that the word ablation comes into play there or not? So radiofrequency and ablation, those and ablation. are probably synonymous terms. Okay, okay. Yes. And so that, that just basically um, removes the nerves that are sending the signals of pain? So it blocks the signal. Okay. So each part of our body is innervated by a group of nerves. What we're doing is blocking the signal from those nerves to your knee so that you can't give you information back to your spinal cord to say, hey, this is hurting. It doesn't treat the anatomic problem, but your sensation of that problem is what's altered. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so so like a nerve block, it just, does it kind of like numb the nerve so it doesn't or? It's just like when you go see the dentist. Ah, got it. Okay, yes. okay. All right. All right, so, um, and, and so the timeline for these phases, like you said, is about eight weeks. Phase, to go through phase one? Phase oh. one is eight weeks. Okay. Um, there's a two-week call. after, So there's a baseline visit first with okay. Dr. Shannon, yep. a two-week call for patients who receive the prescription duloxetine, a four-week call, and an eight-week call. Okay. And then phase two is 12 weeks. We okay. have a pre-intervention visit, which is very much like a baseline visit for phase one in person with Dr. Shannon, okay. and then the in-person procedure, and then a eight-week call follow-up and a 12-week call follow-up. Okay, and those follow-ups are done uh, a video conference or by a phone call? Or? Uh, yes, the follow-ups can be done um, online and over the phone, so it's okay. usually a call with me okay. and um, some online questionnaires. So a big component of this study are the questionnaires that the patients fill out themselves um, on the study website, a different website than the scopestudy.org, but right. um, their database website. Okay. So one of the benefits again, of this program is to get access to Dr. Shannon, who has, again, just a great background and who is just passionate about helping people reduce pain and improve functionality. So uh, folks, I really encourage you, if you know somebody or if it's you, to go to scopestudy.org and at, at least get going through the questionnaires to see if you qualify for that. Um, because it, uh, the, the team here around the table is just 
so passionate about helping other people. And it's great to see that. Um, all right, is there anything else we want to talk about regarding the pathway process or the stages? Because I want to make sure people are you know, clear about, so if a person were to go through the entire uh, program, both phase one and phase two, how long would that take, I guess, just for people to get a sense for that? Well, it kind of depends um, how patients have the choice after their eight week in phase one to go to monthly follow-ups. Okay. Say that they just started Cymbalta and Cymbalta can take some time to work. Um, so if they're feeling okay, they, they might want to choose to do monthly follow-ups for a few months okay. before they decide to do the interventions in phase two. So everyone's pathway is going to be different. Right. Um, but after the, the eight week or the 12 week in phase two, um, there are monthly follow-ups for up to two years. And those monthly follow-ups is um, just a quick call with me and then a questionnaire online. Got it. And that's mostly to capture to see if you've, uh, if a patient has sought any other type of care for their knee. Okay, okay. Again, one of the beauties of this is you're working with the same people throughout the whole process. Yes. I mean, this is the group right here around the <laughs> table in the radio station studio that you'll be working with. So that's a real benefit to uh, trying to overcome something that people may have had been dealing with for a large portion of their life. And uh, so this is great. Do you, do you, I guess the program or the study is fairly new. Um, uh, have you had, have you seen people uh, um, have improvements and, and have reduction in pain and function and improved functionality just uh, through this early stage of the uh, program, the study? Well, you know, it's changed my practice because there are patients that we've had in the study who seem to respond very well to Cymbalta that probably wouldn't have been my first-line drug before the study. But oh. now if I see a patient who comes to see us with knee pain or who has seen us before, I'll say, you know, let's try Cymbalta. Let's see if that helps us out. And we have seen some benefits already, yeah. and it's only been a few months. So wow. that's awesome. But that, that's just great to have. But see, it's wonderful to have somebody who's who's practicing, and also doing part of a study. I mean, just that's just a great because you can you can see results and what's going on, and and uh, you're just you're talking to people versus more academic and and those type of programs where where it's just you're really seeing people and, and working with them directly and getting feedback. A little bit of both, actually. Yeah, that's, that's true. Great. What you're doing, yeah, right, right. Okay, great. Okay, so so um, so. What are the pros and cons, then, of people participating in the study? Well, as you've mentioned, this really is kind of a concierge medicine kind of thing. There's right. only one person that they're dealing with. I've said this a million times. Alicia is the glue that is holding this all together, <laughs> and she has done so much tremendous work with her screening, and then she gets to me to ask me if a person is eligible for the study. Right. And so you really only have a few people that you're dealing with that if you want to have follow-up, you've got just two people that you need to call, really one person. Wow. And, and to deal with a chronic condition like this that is just so impactful for people's quality of life, that, that just, boy, that mobility, you start slowing down in life, and just so many negative things happen with, you know, with weight gain or just all kinds of health issues because we start to become more sedentary just because we want to avoid the pain. And so this is just such an important thing. Um, uh, I know in my practice we see mobility issues and nutrition issues. If we could just resolve those two, people would have longer, better lives. Um, and it's 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 tough though sometimes. Um, how about how about just general tips? Um, you guys are are again, experts in this area. General tips for people who suffer from osteoarthritis. Any any suggestions there, doctor? Absolutely. I, as I've mentioned, and as Alicia's mentioned, I'd start out with just stretching. There's been times I've taken a patient, we're in the clinic, and I open up Amazon, and I'll buy them a foam roller. You know, when, you, when, you're, when you're not 20, I'm not going to say how old I am, when you're not 20, part of doing business, the cost of doing business is getting up in the morning and stretching and maybe getting on your foam roller. And, and, and doing other things. You can do yoga. Yeah. You can do Pilates, uh, as I've mentioned but you don't always have to take pills. So right. that's very important. It's moving. And sometimes that moving can be important and fun. You can go swimming. You don't have to go for a run. You can go right. swimming and you just might meet somebody at the pool that is, uh, will be great to hang out with. So it's, it's, actually, it's actually cool to be interactive. Yeah, but, but I think so much of the, of the doctors that I talk to and practitioners, they really wish 
patients would be more accountable for what they can do. They, they really are empowered to, to make significant changes in their life. And sometimes it takes someone like you, doctor, to encourage them and say, no, I think we can help this situation by having you participate in your health care. Well, we are a right now culture. And want, yes. We want a quick fix. And sometimes it just takes someone else's point of view to say, we can fix this, but it might take a while. Yeah. Let's just slow down for a moment and focus on this problem. Yeah, I've heard a, a doctor say, it, it said, Ken, it took a lifetime to get to this point. Don't expect an overnight fix. You really need to look at things like the lifestyle and maybe habits and, and things that we're not doing. And, uh, you know, it's so easy to go home from work. You sit at work all day, you go home, sit on the couch, you order food to have, uh, you know, Uber drive your food to you. I mean, you never, you never walk anywhere anymore. You don't even walk to the refrigerator <laughs> because life is just so convenient for us. And that, that can be a problem sometimes. All right. All right, folks, it is time for a quick break. We'll be back to continue our conversation about knee pain and the opportunity for you to participate in the SCOPE study with the goal of reducing knee pain and improving function using conservative treatments. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. SeniorCommunities.Guide is your free online website to find housing, care, and resources for seniors in Minnesota. Use a powerful, award-winning search tool to quickly improve your search. You will have all the information you need to contact providers directly without any hassle. Start your search now at SeniorCommunities.Guide and follow us on Facebook for interesting articles, helpful advice, and how older adults are changing the world. Now, more than ever, we are being faced daily with a topic of human mortality. And for many people, estate planning has been top of mind. Getting your estate planning done now can be easy and cost-effective. Schroman Law offers virtual options for initial consultations so that new clients can safely initiate the process. With many facing uncertain financial situations, Schroman Law also offers affordable fees for legal documents. Learn more at schromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N-Law.com. Hello, this is Ellie Krug with Ellie 2.0 Radio. Now my show will be on Saturdays from 10 to 11 and replayed on Sundays from 1 to 2. You will get to the best of Ellie 2.0 with talking about idealism, with guests who come in and who are idealistic, who are trying to change the world, and you will get me, Super Idealist. Tune in. We can't wait to hear from you. And you'll hear from me Saturdays from 10 to 11. Cafe Latte offers made-from-scratch soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. So come check out their pizza and wine bar, or get a treat from the bakery made fresh daily. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout, along with gift cards. Just go to CafeLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Cafe Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CafeLatte.com. You can't go through a day without hearing about health care reform. St. Paul Corner Drug is here to help you navigate the ever-changing health care landscape. We are your advocate in getting much-needed prescription medication covered under your insurance plan. Need to choose a different plan? There is no reason to feel like you are drowning in the system. St. Paul Corner Drug can make simple work out of finding you a plan that best suits your needs. You can rest assured at St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Vacuum cleaners. You buy them, you break them, and then you throw them away, right? Well, if you're ready to break out of that vicious cycle, we have the answer. Ever heard of A1 Vacuum? They've been around forever, offering better alternatives. So if you're ready to stop filling the landfill, give A1 Vacuum a shot. Located in Roseville and ready to show you something better. Find them at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316. Better yet, drop by.
right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the main studio here at AM950 Radio is Clarence Shannon, MD, Pain Program Director and Site Principal Investigator for SCOPE at the Department of Anesthesiology at the University of Minnesota. We also have Candace Nelson, Clinical Research Manager, and Alicia Bulleri, the Clinical Research Coordinator all from the Department of Anesthesiology. And we are talking about knee pain and the opportunity for our listeners to participate in the SCOPE study with a goal of reducing knee pain and improving function using conservative treatments. So folks, if you have any questions, this is the last segment. Give us a call, 952-946-6205 or text me directly at 612-999-3426. All right, Alicia, let's remind our audience one more time about how they can get connected with your guys' SCOPE study. They can go to the study website, scopestudy.org. That's S-K-O-A-P, study.org. The first page, there's a Get Started button. They can click that and start their uh, screening survey. And as soon as they submit that survey, uh, it'll eventually get into our inbox, and we will email the patients to set up a call to go for, to go through more eligibility mm-hmm. questions mm-hmm. and get started. And I would encourage people, even if they think they may not be eligible, go through and get signed up here. Definitely. Because you, you just, you never know if you'll be, and again, we're so fortunate in Twin Cities here to have a local program, the University of Minnesota, a local doctor, Dr. Shannon, who's, who's participating in this program. It's a nationwide program, a study uh, being funded by the NIH, Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got it's got great goals to help us as a society uh, just really reduce pain and, impre- and increase our mobility and our functionality. Um, so it just got started here uh, last November, and um, so it's not too late to join. Um, and so we encourage you to get on the scopestudy.org, S-K-O-A-P study.org, and, and fill that form out to see if you qualify. Um, Candice, well, tell us more about, again, the length of the study and, you know, what, what we you can expect, you know, going through that program. So the length of the study is uh, three to five years. Uh, okay. Originally, I think it was slated for three years, and um, but they'll probably extend it up to five years. Okay. Um, and they're just looking to get, um, you know, the, the number of patients that they need uh, for the study. And um, I think until that point, they'll be continuing to enroll. So, okay. um yeah, it's a great idea to go to the to the study website. If you um, don't qualify right away, you if your pain worsens, feel free to come back and and do another um, uh, another uh, one of the surveys because you could if it is increased, it could maybe make you a qualified candidate for the study. That's true. Your condition may change mm-hmm. during the the study program study period. So yeah, if you if you for some reason don't qualify now, doesn't mean you won't qualify later. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, like I said, this is this could help you individually, but also you can be helping society at large by being a part of this study to see what are the best treatments. Um, and and the goal is to find out on the conservative side of treatments, what can people do um, to help alleviate the pain, increase functionality, mobility. And not maybe have to run right away and get a, a knee replacement because mm-hmm. um, that's that's a lot of cost. It's expensive. But it's a there's a lot of recovery time for that, and so it's it's um, it's an opportunity to try some of these other treatments, right, doctor? That's right. Before just kind of running into the, the final uh, final treatment. Yeah, knee replacement is not reversible. Nerve block is. So there you go. That's right. Quick question. I had a person um, text me before the show started. They wanted to know. Um, how long does nerve blocks um, or some of these treatments that we've talked about during the show, how long do they last? So nerve blocks typically last only if you only use local anesthetic, it lasts for the amount of time that the local anesthetic works. Oh, okay. So in that case, we use it as a diagnostic tool to make sure that we're barking up the right tree, that this is where your pain is coming from. Okay. If we add a bit of steroid to it, that could increase the length to several weeks or several months. Once again, that's one reason why we like to use radiofrequency denervation because that can give at least a year of relief. And when the pain comes back, you can just do a radiofrequency again. Wow. Is, is there any um, significant side effects with that 
procedure or that treatment? So with radiofrequency, there are some small side effects. If I put a needle into a sterile space, there's a risk of bleeding, infection. There can be nerve damage. They are infinitesimally small, but we talk about them every time we consent to patients. Sure, sure. And you've been doing this for a long time, and so we're, you're, folks, you're in the hands of a great doctor here. Well, I don't know if it's that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want someone who's, you want someone who's not just uh, trying things out here for the first time. No, you you bring great wealth of information and experience. And uh, what I also appreciate is, is great compassion for your patients. I, I can tell that just in talking to you today. Yeah, it's amazing. It's um, great. Really appreciate that. Um, all right. Um, so, so um, what are what are uh, we talked about some of the the improvements that you guys are seeing? And doctor, you talked about uh, some of the modifications to maybe in some of the treatments you do, just based on what the early um, signs have been with this program. Um, Maybe just remind our listeners just, you know, what, what are some things they can maybe potentially expect to see if they do participate in a study regarding maybe pain or and or functional mobility? Well, sometimes I tell patients, well, all the time I tell patients, I think we are so focused on that pain score and that pain number. But I think the thing that we really need to pay attention to is, is my function improved? So one of the things that I'll ask a patient if they come to That's me to good. see me for a different pain problem. They'll give me their pain score and I'll ask on their initial visit, what is it you'd like to do that you haven't been able to do? And we move toward that goal. That's fantastic. All right, we're nearing the end of the show, folks. I, I wanna thank Dr. Clarence Shannon, MD, Pain Program Director and Site Principal Investigator for SCOPE at the Department of Anesthesiology at the University of Minnesota. I also wanna thank Candace Nelson. She's there as the Clinical Research Manager and Alicia Boleri, the Clinical Research Coordinator. And Alicia, one more time, how do people get contacted with you guys for that SCOPE study? Go to the study website at scope, S-K-O-A-P, study.org. All right. Click get started. All right. Please do that, folks. All right. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can reach us anytime by voice or text. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, choose to live well.